0: To the whiskey run dry you take your sugar
1: and take your sweet. And welcome, everybody, to the Lunacy Podcast. My name is Tony. I'm here with Dave, die, David, Dad, and Connor. On Dave Stevens, street. David Sterling, Connor Ennis. I am Tony Perponanzi. Back, it is episode number 200 of the Lunacy Podcast. Holy shit.
2: We made it, boys.
1: <laughs> wow. And 200 of these damn things. Um, as I posted on twitter a couple days ago yeah we it took us a while to get to 200 because we had all this other shit going on uh people had issues and they were out of town or busy or whatever so we waited until you know a month to do this so we could all be together on this podcast um it's been almost god it's been almost six years since we started this i think it was
0: in march yeah i think it's three weeks and it's six years i think wow. yeah. Four weeks yeah something. wow yeah
1: something like that yeah, so go back and listen to the first episode where I talk about Toys R Us um, and how great it used to be when we were kids. Um, but, uh, no, it was, uh, yeah, everybody knows, I think everybody who's heard that, listens to the podcast knows the story. If you don't, um, this was a just a crazy idea. I cooked up at our friend Johnny's 40th birthday party. Um, was it his 40th? No, it wasn't his 40th, was it?
3: No, it wouldn't have been six no, years ago. No, yeah. no it, was it, was a, it was just a birthday a birth- party.
1: Just yeah. a birthday party at his house. Crazy idea I cooked up, and in passing, I told David that we should do a podcast. And uh, he called. He called me and said, "Hey, yeah, we should do that thing." And I was like, "What thing are you talking about?" He's like, "Oh, that podcast." I'm like, "Really? I don't remember, but I guess I did." And uh, we met up and uh, we talked about it and decided to uh, try it out. And uh, here we are, six years, two hundred episodes later, along with Dave and Connor
3: joined us after the facts. um so, so but, you, uh, holy shit yeah so you dreamt that idea up tony and, and david you dreamt that idea up, but that would have been 2017 december of 2017 when so it could you know it could have yeah. been johnny's 40th i mean he, you know he's older than us so it <laughs> and it was a kind of a special party that so you never know maybe it was 39th or 40th. no I it. No. no it wasn't that it wasn't that he's okay. not that old okay fine yeah. fine yeah, you know it's, it's funny, not...
2: Tony. Yeah, it's funny, Tony. You mentioned uh Toys R Us in our first episode. I drove. Do you guys remember the Toys R Us in Bloomington at Southtown? That's yeah. the Southtown area. That building mm-hmm. is like completely demolished now. It's they're completely it. taken down. Yep. Let's go. I had no idea. I drove past it the it's other gone. day. It's it looks completely wrecked. Hmm. It's gone.
1: Yeah. Yep. Um. But uh, yeah, so we started this out. Um. As a lot of listeners know, in the beginning, we did a lot more breweries. I mean, every episode we did was pretty much at a brewery, if we could make it there. Um, Then, of course, COVID hit and we switched to a new model, which I think works better for us because we can do a weekly podcast and talk about the week's games and not have to talk about two or three games at a time and, you know, all that type of stuff. So, uh, you know, we still get the craft beers on and we still have a good time doing it. So, yeah, it's been fun. Um, a lot has happened in the last six years. Uh, let's see. I've got teenager now. Um, what else? All kinds of stuff has happened. Just crazy. I look back, mm-hmm. I'm like, holy shit, holy shit. So, anywho, guys, we've been off for a month. So I'm sure a lot of exciting things have happened. David's gone to Disneyland, Disney World about 15 times, right, David? Twice. Twice, yeah. been figured that all right fair still enough. fair enough so that's that's fine it's fair uh
3: Dave has been like all over the United States and it, it, Canada it feels it feels like that I mean I think the last podcast we recorded I was actually in uh, the like the, the Cleveland area Ohio area mm-hmm. we, I think we talked about that last time we were on the pod and mm-hmm. since then I've been to up up very upstate New York Closer to Canada, basically, and then uh, I've been—I just got back this week from Greeley, Colorado. So yeah, I'm busy traveling. So, but it does yeah. does seem like that that month has flown by, and I'm glad to be back on. Been excited for this one for a long time for obvious reasons. So. Um, uh, and Connor's just been dealing with his kid
1: pretty much for the last month. Pretty is much,
2: Connor? pretty yeah. much. He's uh, he's turned into quite the chaotic individual. So I think oh, he's I'm sensing sure. that a new brother is coming. So he's yeah. desperate for attention.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got, yeah. uh, you got a couple, uh, how many more weeks you got?
2: Uh, she about? will be, she will be 22 weeks on Wednesday. So, right. so we got, we still got a few more months to go. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we've all been doing crazy things. I, uh, hurt myself in the shower the other day, mm-hmm. uh, with a razor. Um, as you guys can see, got a band aid there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't shaving my arm or anything like that. It wasn't <laughs> I was that. Like,
0: That's a weird place to be shaving.
2: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, no, I it wasn't, it wasn't. I, uh, the, the, I, you know, I have three women here, uh, three, uh, I call them women, um, and they all have their razors hooked up on the back of the, back of the uh, the, the the shower there.
2: The little hangy and they don't put
1: thingy. little hanging things, but they don't put their covers on there. So I was mm-hmm. doing something and I went like that on top of a razor and just shaved off. Piece of my Ouch. skin. Ouch. I was bleeding Jeez. bleeding profusely uh for a while. And uh my wife's like, How'd you do that? I'm like, Well, because you guys got your freaking razors back here, you know. But uh
3: yeah, that was that was fun. Hey, those nicks st- a scratch. Yeah, those nicks are the worst, though. And Tony, I'm sure so, you know it, especially I I have a tendency, I'm not the yeah. best shaver apparently. I have a tendency to do yeah. that to my neck all the time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I,
0: I use safety razor, you know, like so the double edge. Yeah. Razors, the old school ones, and yeah, constantly right here under mm-hmm. my basically, you know, the worst place to have a sharp object. I'll just yeah. slice myself at like every up. time I shave. Yeah,
3: and yeah, the worst it? is when you're in a hurry because yeah, like you mm-hmm. said, it just doesn't stop right. bleeding. Yeah. And then you, you, you want to walk out the door, but you're bleeding all over the place. It's just the
1: worst.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And it, yeah, it so you you pieces um, of
3: toilet paper stuck to
1: your throat. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah.
1: So I use an electric razor, guys. I mean, that's what I do. I do um, too. To get away from that stuff, you know, but uh, no, this, this injury was stupid and uh it was fantastic. And that was also the day guys, this is what makes it worse. That was also the day that we ended up getting like five or six inches of snow up here for the first time ever this year.
2: Oh, gotcha. So
1: I go out to the, go out to the driveway. I'm thinking, well, I'm just going to let it melt. And I see how much we got. And I'm like, well, shit, I can't let it melt. So I got to use my new snowblower for the first time this year. Nice. Now this is February. February is the first time I use this damn thing. And I told you guys, it's an electric snowblower. This thing is pretty fucking awesome, let me tell you. Not, like I said, it sounds like a fucking hair dryer. It goes, wee! It's just ridiculous. But it throws snow like crazy. And uh, it's got all these gadgets on it and shit. And so I had to do that with this cut on my arm. I'm bandaged up. And of course it was garbage day, so I'd take the garbage down. And as I'm doing that, I do a little slip on the old garbage can and shave out another piece of my <laughs> thing right there.
2: Uh, Tony, so, we can't leave you
1: alone. It <laughs> yeah. was a bad, it was a bad day all around for me. Um, but uh, I did make it to work uh, that day, and uh, yeah. So, um, anywho, guys, it's been a month. We haven't had any drinks for a month. Um, let's talk about work. Yeah, well, I was gonna say <laughs> it's it's not dry <laughs> January anymore, Tony. Come on. Well, no, I'm not <laughs> saying that plenty. we haven't drank because I've had a lot. That Dave, me and Dave hung out yesterday. Uh, we, we had lunch for the first time in a long time and then uh, ended up going to Boondocks. Speaking of going to Boondocks, Dave and I did something crazy yesterday at Boondocks. Uh, it was probably the beer talking, but Dave mm-hmm. said, let's put $100 each in this $5 box. And I was like, all right, you're crazy. Let's just do it. Uh, we won $600. Nice.
2: Nice.
3: There you go. And And it was... was- this never happens. If we did it live on a podcast before we pulled tabs, it never never mm-hmm. happens this never, never. way. But it was literally the first tab that I pulled mm-hmm. was the was the winner. So that was
0: yeah. kind of
1: crazy.
3: There you go.
0: That's awesome.
3: Right. So yeah, so I'm not
1: saying we haven't drank anything in the last month. It's just, you know, not on uh, episodes. Um, I'll go first, guys, because I am drinking a beer from uh Fair State uh Brewing Cooperative and if you guys saw on Twitter, I, I we posted something about this. Uh, they are going through Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which means they are reorganizing themselves. Um, so they're having some issues over at Fair State. Um, so get out there and, and get their beers, go to their brewery, have a good time. Like I said on my tweet, we did a podcast there a long time ago. They were kind enough to let us go out there and do a podcast, which is great. You know, they're open to that. Um, we've had their beers on the show numerous times, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just one of those things where hopefully they come out of this uh, better than they were. Um, and they reorganize and, and become better. Um, I also wanted to mention that uh, Omni Brewing Company uh, made an announcement the other day that they are no longer doing canning uh, and selling in uh, liquor stores or doing any uh, selling any of their... Um, uh, tags to bars or anything like that. They're strictly now going to be in-house, selling stuff in-house. They, I think they're going to do a little bit of canning in-house, but really they're focusing on the brewery experience in-house and also their new brewery and winery down in Rosemont. So they are no longer going to be available in stores, which is interesting until you find out that they didn't have really a distribution network. They were distributing it by themselves, I think. So... That's maybe the why they're not doing that anymore. Um, but yeah, some changes going on. I am drinking the uh, Roselle from Fair State. It is their, it's their Hibiscus Sour. It comes in really? at 5.7%. IBUs of 19, which it's a sour, of course. Uh, sour Hibiscus Beer, Fruity Tart, and Floral. It is all those things. Even though my taste buds aren't that great because I have these allergies going on, it is still... A fantastic sour um and uh so yeah go out and get uh some fair state beer next time you pick up a 12 pack of your favorite uh domestic pick up a six pack of this stuff and have a good
0: time so you know um interesting <clears throat> roselle i believe was one of the last beers i drank in minnesota hmm. right oh, go. Wow. Well, I'm, that's I'm good. pretty sure that because yeah. it was something from Fair State, and I think Roselle's one of the it's it's one their, of their yeah. I think it's one, one of, of the bears staples. that I've always had of theirs. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it, yeah, it was,
1: I think it's this and Mirror Universe, I think is the other one, right? That's the one, yeah, yeah. that's the yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I had a bunch of beers that I was trying to get rid of before I made the move, and mm-hmm. this was that was one of the last ones I had nice
1: well great um again guys we for 200 episodes now we've been talking about local beers local 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 go out there and buy some support your local
3: breweries that's all i gotta say about that uh yeah. dave what do you drink tonight well i got a good one i think uh yeah. Certainly a new brewery for me. I know we were discussing before he jumped on the pod that uh, might be new for all of us, but I can't be certain of that. But I uh, ended up going with a beer from uh, Back Channel Brewing. And that yes. is yeah a brewery that I haven't tried. I haven't been to yet. Although they, I guess when I realized this was a brewery, uh, it's located right on literally on the shores of Lake Minnetonka in the mound, I think Spring Park technically area. Mm-hmm. So it looks like they they actually describe it as like a destination brewery. Uh, and it looked like it'd be a beautiful place to go during the summer, especially, obviously. And uh, so, yeah, excited to have a new brewery on our 200th episode and a uh, new beer for me. It's called Money Bags. And boy, it's 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 along the lines of yours, Tony. It's it's a uh, it's not technically a sour, but it's got that backbone because it's a uh, fruited Berliner. So Ooh, it does, I guess, nice. have that oh, sour. Wow. So it has that sour wow. base, but but it's not I've had a Berliner before. It's not. um it's not like a true sour. It, it doesn't. Uh, mm-hmm. It doesn't really, you know, you know, lip puckering kind of taste. It's not quite like that. It's got a much, uh, t- I guess, a, l- a little tartiness, fruitiness. That it's it's very much more mellow, though. It's really smooth, easy drinking. It's only five percent, like uh, most Berlin- Berliners, not aren't much stronger than that. This one, like I said, is unique because I can't say I've ever tried anything like this before. Not the Berliner part of it, but. And I said, "Fruited Berliner." I don't know if I've had two of these three fruits. It's uh, they claim it's with marionberry, prickly pear, oh. and pomegranate. So I've had you pomegranate, say, of course. But you say marionberry? That's what I said. Yeah. Wasn't he
1: the? Wasn't he the? Wasn't he the uh, wasn't he the, uh, the, the mayor of uh, Washington D.C.
3: Marion Barry yeah it's all one I, word Marion Barry so but any I,
1: I
0: can't I say I've was. ever
3: well you have to look that up but I mean yeah I yeah say, he was yeah I don't think I've ever had Marion Barry before and I didn't know who Marion Barry was the, the mayor but it's such a, I, I, it's such a unique taste and it is smooth it's it's tart without being tart because I I don't know if those flavors just kind of wash over it in a smooth way. It is very actually refreshing and smooth. And it's not something you'd probably slam, but, um, but it is very, very unique, very tasty, very smooth. So yeah, this one's really going to grow on me, I think. So, yeah. So, and back channel, I mean, I didn't know this Tony until you mentioned it, but apparently this in this past week, they have, they've gone more or less viral, at least in this area. Um, because if you can look up the video, Uh, For this, I guess, Minnesota brewer blasted backwards by beer. And I just watched the video before we came on. And it's uh, some kind of, you know, it's obviously a pressurized uh, vessel and a cap clamp must have blew off. And it's just like it looks like about maybe an inch or half inch spigot of of beer, I'm assuming, just goes blowing this guy backwards. And it's quite the crazy incident. Wow.
2: They shot him back like by like 20 feet or so. It was was quite a
3: bit. Yeah, it was. Is quite um, some pressure. So I th- I think he's all right, but uh quite the quite the thing.
1: They're also back channels, also the brew that has the weird glasses, they're like saucers. So mm-hmm. you drink out of like a little saucer. I've seen some pictures of it.
3: Huh. It's almost like a little like bowl bowl you drink out of for some it, of their beers. Interesting. It would be it, cool. so it'd be it'd be a great one to check out and Like for me, it's only I mean mm-hmm. 20 20 minutes away, 25 minutes away, maybe. And, I, you know, I, I'm looking at the, I'm looking at their menu right now, and I happen to notice some of their non-alcoholic options. And I think um, Reynoso and Francopane might be right at home there because they actually uh, sell several varieties of uh, Yerba Mate. Oh, so, interesting. That Argentine, yep. thats the that beverage that's really popular with argentinians mm-hmm. so, Yeah, very interesting. I, I don't think I've seen that on a menu at a brewery before. Obviously, you've seen well, things like kombucha and stuff like that. My channel is on the list
1: uh, for doing a podcast at this year because uh, I kind of have an in there. So hopefully this works out and we can get down there and do a podcast. I think it'd be great. Um, my goal this year, I was telling Dave this yesterday, the goal this year, I think guys is to do at least four breweries this summer. I know last year we did one kind of got back in the hang of it. And then we kind of fell off, try to do four this summer, Um and hopefully, maybe we can figure out a way to get David involved as well um, through some sort of uh, technology. I don't know what it's going to be. Maybe an AI. So, we could have an AI. Yeah, AI yeah just AI. And, me. AI yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll yeah. do AI, David. It'd be great. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, well, great. Uh, Connor, what are you drinking today?
2: Uh, I've got a, um, not a new one, but a good one. I've got one, a classic, from Bent Paddle up in Duluth. And it's the Bent Hop IPA, uh, one that I believe we've had on this podcast quite a few times. Um, a great hoppy, citrusy, and a little bit piney um, combination. And you've got... It's only, it's about 6.2% uh, ABV, and the 68 is... Uh, the, the IBU is 68. I'm, my son fried my brain a little bit earlier, so... Um, we got but it's it's a great um the hoppiness is very very prominent in the beer so it's very very good and uh Ben you can you can never go wrong with that one so it's uh it's great of course
1: not yeah but pal's great place <clears throat> yeah. all right and finally david what do you got from the land of florida tonight
0: yeah you know i figured it's 200th i should probably try to find a new brewery to bring on so i did that um I also wanted to go with a beer style that's near and dear to my heart, and that is a Porter. Um, it's been rainy and cool here today. I don't even know if it hit 65. Back to, um, oh. So I felt like a Porter was a pretty, pretty solid beer for that. Um, so I went with the Hawaiian Lion Coconut Coffee Porter from Big Top Brewing in Sarasota. Um, which will be much closer to me when we move later this year, um, wow. towards Sarasota. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I thought this was a, a good beer to uh bring on for the 200. Why
1: don't you just what you just threw that in there? You're moving towards Sarasota, hmm. Florida,
0: yeah, yeah, we are, yeah, really. Wow,
1: oh wow, you got tired of more
0: Fort Myers or what? That's not, um, yeah, 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 uh, pretty much. Um, no, <laughs> Sarah. Uh, accepted an offer, new job up in Sarasota. Oh, nice, been passing up. Nice. Good raise and new challenge. And what the fuck? Yeah.
1: You know, <laughs> Dave. And I <laughs> you to, uh, <laughs> to Tampa? No, I'm ha- I'm happy for you. I'm happy for you. But like Dave and I have been talking about coming down to see spring training or the Twins, well, <laughs> and we missed fair, it. It's
3: not that far away.
1: I know. I know. I know.
0: I know. Uh, yeah. I mean they're they're between Tampa and Fort Myers, there's what four spring training. Yeah. And actually it
3: That's might fun. be easier to fly into Tampa anyways than Forrest and we uh, yeah. make our way yeah, yeah. down yeah. to the Fort Myers yeah. area. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sarasota, well, huh? Well, so yeah, it looks like yeah.
2: my uh my sister-in-law lives in Riverview down there. So I think it's only about 20 minutes away from Sarasota. So that'd be awesome. Cool. Next time cool. I'm down there, I will look you cool. up. Uh,
3: speaking yeah. of uh, spring training, that it's that, underway, isn't it? Pitchers and catchers most reported yeah, this is. past it's. week. Wow. Mm-hmm.
1: Speaking of that, I also I spring training quickly here, uh, David. I didn't text you about this because I know you you might be have some uh, opinions, uh, either negative or positive about that trade that happened between the Orioles and the Brewers. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, no, you know, it made sense. You know, they he was obviously not gonna stay. The both parties knew that Burns was gonna be leaving. Um, yeah. which, you know, I think his his value would have dropped considerably as the season went on. Um, plus there's the risk of him getting injured, uh, mm-hmm. you know, early on in the season and then his value just being worthless. So mm-hmm. um no, I think I think it made sense. Uh got a couple prospects that um have some potential have a high ceiling um yeah you know i think it, it was better i think it was better now than trade deadline um anybody that follows baseball follows brewers at all know what happened when Hader was traded at the deadline the team kind of like went all Boopy. haywire and it took Boopy. a month to get back so i i think it made sense yeah
1: and just look at you guys' pitching rotation, like two or three years ago. and I'm like, good God, it was fantastic. And now it's like, Freddie Peralta is like your number one, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, Woodruff could still come back after his injury, but um, they technically cut him. But no, they did. So, but he said, and they said that they were interested if he was still available once his injury was done. So, I mean. Yeah. Yeah, it'll, it'll be – this season will be interesting. Fun.
1: Uh, so enough baseball talk. I had to get something in there a little bit, you know, just keep it all up. Um, so great beers tonight, guys, uh, and uh, great uh, little David moving to Sarasota. Uh, it's, of course, then closer to
0: Disney World, right? Um, yeah. I mean, we're actually looking – in the parish area, which is more Bradenton. Um, oh yeah. Bradenton. Sure. 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 It would be like, yeah, an hour and a half from Disney as opposed mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. two of 45. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Well, great. Fantastic. David's on the move again. Um, Jeez. Move around a lot.
2: Well, congrats to <laughs> Sarah, David. That's yeah. Yeah. Congrats. That's yeah, great. Great.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Um, Let's see. What do we got going? Well, guys, loons wise, we had preseason, which said that before the podcast, you can't really, you can't really look at preseason and think that's what's going to happen during the regular season. The big ser- story out of preseason, of course, is Ray's been injured, so he hasn't played. Um, Bongi's been away from the team, he hasn't played. Uh, so, and of course, they've been playing the 4 3 3, which is. I, maybe they're just doing this in the
3: preseason to like well get some form but i mean i mean I yeah
2: well, if so, there was a I, time
3: yeah and and maybe but i mean i think tony has said because of, i think the biggest reason is probably because reynoso is not there um yeah so it's not it wouldn't be a stretch now we did see i don't know I, at least i saw um that reynoso is training on the side doing some kind of strength training or he's out there on the pitch. That, that's a good thing to see. We don't know the nature, you know, we're only a week away as we record this podcast from the opening, opening uh, opening day. So it's hard to say if he will be there or not, but if he's not, it's that the, the lineup that we saw yesterday versus uh, Columbus, I'm sorry, um, Charlotte, that right. could, that could be the lineup that we see, you know, on opening evening down in Austin, be, especially because we don't know apparently Bongi, has his green card sorted, but he's still in South South Africa, so who knows when mm-hmm. he's coming back? So that could be our lineup. You know? it, it was a pretty other than some big omissions there that I mentioned. It, it you know it's a it was pretty much certainly a potential to be the opening day night lineup. So we'll see. Yeah. Four three. Four. I mean, again, I look in, like to look into preseason
1: at all in any sport because it's really about guys getting healthy, getting minutes getting back on track. We'll see what happens uh, next week. And we'll make predictions in a little bit here about uh, the opener, which is next week in Austin. Um, other big news, guys, from the Loons, was they released their new jersey, which is yeah. the... Yeah. According to them, it's a starry night jersey, but according to David, it is the what?
0: The Ziggy Stardust jersey. <laughs> Ziggy Stardust jersey, yes. Exactly right.
1: Um, and I can't and take
0: was... credit for that either, because they said... No. We're all made of stardust,
1: right, right, right. Um, there was a big kerfuffle though, guys, on the on the uh, social media uh, because according oh. to people, uh, they didn't have Reynoso's jersey available. So that put up a lot of signals, like, oh, he's he's not gonna be here. He's gonna be gone. He's gonna be gone. No, it was just a problem with the problem with the uh, the website and stuff like that. I think people said it was available at the Black and Blue store. Um, so that's that. Uh, I like the jersey, guys. I am very impressed by it. I might have to purchase it. I think all of us said on text messages we are looking at purchasing it. Um, which is it? It just looks stunning compared to it's some of the sure. other jerseys. Right. Those jerseys that came out this year, it looks stunning to me. It's just it's, <laughs> it's 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 like a
3: painting. It it looks fantastic. It just yeah grabs you. If you squint at it, it almost looks like it's tie-dyed a little bit, but no, it, it does look beautiful. And I, 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 don't. I did not get the. Um, I'm sorry, name slipping me the the other black kit they had just a couple of years ago. Um, oh yeah, yes. Twilight kit or yeah. whatever. Yeah, sure. I, I, I never end up getting that that one. I mean, I love my River kit, um, but I think it's probably time. I should probably get one just because it's black and just add another color to the uh, closet and yeah. it's incredibly sharp looking. So why not? You should.
2: And you, and you know, it's, it's kind of been a road of progress from the beginning of uh, home jerseys in the MLS. Mm-hmm. too. Cause I, for the record, I thought that 2017 home Jersey was just awful. And uh, then it went to the stripes yeah. and then it went to the wings, uh, which mm-hmm. was great. I thought, but then you went to the midnight uh, or the twilight Jersey, as you said, Dave, Dave, um, yeah. I think uh, I do think that this one um, is the uh, is ultimately the best uh, home jersey they've had. I think. Um, yeah. You
0: know, yeah. Yeah. You know, I wasn't gonna get one. Um, I was like, okay, I'm taking this season off, and then and I told Johnny that, and then he texted he he text, text me Friday morning. He's like, you got it yet? I was like, God, you know me um no and i haven't bought it yet but um I'm, I'm definitely gonna get it i mean i i showed sarah it and she's like mm-hmm. you're gonna get that are you she's like that's fantastic yeah. jersey yeah so um yeah i probably um, will but you know also though have you guys looked at the goalkeeper jersey yes. it's actually almost out of stock because it's outrageously cool yeah mm-hmm. it is i guess i
3: haven't seen what color is it
0: it's yellow with um yeah. like pinkish geometric shapes and some
3: stripes okay, yeah i guess i saw because i don't know if you guys had the chance to catch the uh stream yesterday of the uh, the, the um the charlotte match out in what, the coachella okay. valley invitational but i they they were they were wearing you know the new kit and so i guess yeah. i did see the goalie briefly i was streaming it on my phone for mo- part of the first half at lunch but with tony but so i didn't get a close-up view of the goalkeepers but I will, to, to add what you guys are saying, is, yeah, I think in the, in my opinion, and I'm maybe it's not as, as a classic, classic of a take, but in my opinion, the last three years, 22, 23, 24, the jersey combinations that they've worn in the last three years have been their best three years out of the six or seven years since they came into the MLS, in my opinion. Yeah. So.
1: Um, of course, you do have some other people. Uh, there's still people online saying these are too expensive. Now they're 200 what is it? Well, they're not cheap. To get the but... to get the authentic it's $200, it's, isn't it? It's
2: huh? 195, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's right. Which is kind of in line with every other sport, I think. Uh if you want an authentic NHL mm-hmm. jersey or NFL jersey, I think those are around the same price. So right. yeah. You know. Um at least we're not but... having the same same problem as the MLB is having with their jerseys this year. So, what <laughs> yeah. problem is that? Uh Not to get into the weeds on it, but it's licensed. Nike licensed it, but they've given the production to F- Fanatics. Mm,
3: and okay. Fanatics
1: has fucked it up. Re- I mean, seriously, guys, the lettering on the back of some of these jerseys is so small. It's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Yeah. You know? Yeah. MLB it players get set. So but uh but the twins do get a city connect jersey this year. So I'm very excited about that. Okay. Nor baseball. Uh, um
0: but also to be fair, the 195 is if you're gonna get a player on it.
3: Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. the custom that's right. jersey. I'm looking yeah. at the
0: prices right now. You can
3: get for 90, ni- 99 dollars, you can get the replica for 150 and then for 159 you can get the authentic with no yeah. with no custom customization and, and quite frankly that's i would probably go the the authentic you know non customization route anyways
0: yeah you know I, I think the uh i think that's the same price as they were last year um i think what happened this year is the customization is more mm. than what it was last year because i i think i paid like 180 for my customized.
1: Which one who, who was on that one?
0: Oh, that was the one that I did Beach Vibes on the back.
1: Oh, didn't you get another one though?
0: No, I didn't. Are you sure about that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
1: No, I think you got a player name, didn't you?
0: No. Yeah, he did. No, I
1: didn't. I thought you did. Huh. You didn't get an Amarillo jersey? No.
0: Oh no, that was uh that was the, that was river the year kit, before, wasn't it?
2: Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, wait, yeah, was it? Yeah. I think it was the year before, yeah.
2: Yeah, I now think, I don't I remember. That was the river kit. Yeah, Man- Man- because yeah, you yeah. wore it to um the Miami game, didn't you?
0: Yeah, that could be yeah. that yeah. I was like, wait, I don't think I got one last year, but
1: yeah. Not last yeah. year, but previous season. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. We all get jerseys of people who no longer are there. It happens to me all the time. Yeah, he's got a. That's Den-
3: why, why Dave got in the,
1: the non-custom. Sorry, Tom. Dave's got a Denny Hawking jersey for the Twins. Don't you, Dave?
3: No, I don't. I don't. Oh, Where I I, I, oh. I had probably I probably had one back in the day, but for some reason I don't keep a lot of old jerseys. I probably should, but I Man, don't. But you should. You should.
2: I can. Um, I can beat um, you guys on that. I I have an what, old. Packer jersey with Terry Glenn on the back really? my, At got least? my my thing was, At least you don't uh, have...
3: go ahead I was going to say my thing was with the Vikings I buy Vikings jerseys and get for a few years I get these randoms and I don't know what I was thinking but I had like a Toby Gerhardt uh, jersey Jesus I had a, a Troy Williamson jersey that was the worst wow. Wow. terrible <laughs> Dave I've had I mean, some I, bad ones over the years
1: some... I Jake Reed and of course I have John Randall which is signed uh, Connor, at least you don't have a Mark Chamura one.
2: Fair, true. Mm.
1: Yeah, yeah. True. About them, yeah, yeah. And if you did, hopefully it got burned somewhere because that's just terrible.
2: Yeah, no, I've never um, bought a Mark Chamura jersey.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, guys, it is our kind of preview or my predictions segment uh, of the year where we predict how the loons are going to. Uh, finished this year. Now we talked before the podcast about some predictions from um, some of the MLS.com people. What is it? Uh, who said they were going to be placed fourth? Matt Doyle. The, uh, Matt Doyle. Matt Doyle, who's probably on crack uh, predicted they placed fourth. Uh, I I've seen a lot of predictions saying if, if you put all the teams together, the loons are a mid tier team,
3: 14th, 12th through
1: 18, somewhere in that range.
3: If you um, if you go to MLSsoccer.com and just to get us started telling you they the MLSsoccer.com writers kind of re- voted how they have every, all the teams ranking and finishing the uh the season and Minnesota in that average aggregate vote, Minnesota was twelfth. So it so it is kind so of mid, the bottom at.
1: Mid, you know. Mid. Yeah. Um I don't think they're gonna finish fourth in the West. I don't think they're gonna finish last in the West, but no. They're going to finish somewhere. So, let's go around the horn and say where they're going to finish this year. Uh, Connor, we'll start with you. Western Conference, where Loon's going to be?
2: Oh, boy. Without a coach, it's really hard to predict this. But um, I'm going to uh, – this team is so frustrating. And I think I'm going to say 10th in the the West just because – we don't have a coach. We don't. We don't seem to have any plans of getting a coach. Um, <laughs> we're, we're playing formations that in the past have not worked for the loons. Although with Cameron Knowles at the helm, you never know anything could happen. I guess. Um, but I, I don't know. We're, we're. I don't think we're making the playoffs this year. I think. Uh, I think tenth is a pretty safe bet. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, and speaking of, before we go into somebody else, Connor. I did want to mention you were on a podcast this last yes. uh, well a couple of weeks ago and they just uh, they they put it out uh, this last week. uh Designated Player Designated Player podcast, right? Designated Player's podcast, yeah. Um Designated Player's podcast. And yeah. so you did them and uh how was that for you? And you did a great job, but how how was that the whole experience for you? It
2: it was a lot of fun. Uh those guys were were great to to chat to and um you know, one of them was an Atlanta United fan, so I enjoyed uh, chatting with him uh, a little bit about the the expansion rivalry, uh, especially since Minnesota is playing against Atlanta this year for the first time in, like, four years. Right. Um, but uh, the other one is a New York Red Bulls fan, so it's always it, – it was cool to chat to him with uh, a team that doesn't really have any ties to Minnesota, you know, but yeah, it was great. Um, it was great to be on to help them out with their Minnesota United news, and uh, yeah, I'm hoping we have more with more dealings with them in the future.
1: It was uh, it was nice of them to uh, come out to us and ask us to be on their podcast, which kind of did. Um, yeah, and uh, it was great. I listened to it. Um, if you guys haven't listened to it, I think we reposted it on our Twitter page. It is the designated players podcast. Go find them look for the one about the loons and Connor's on there talking about all loon stuff um so yeah great thanks to them to have for having us on yes, um thank you. Dave,
3: what do you think we're gonna place this year in the Western conference you know and I, I could, and I'm glad you brought the podcast up great job Connor again that was awesome um I listened to that podcast actually on Friday. Um, before I traveled home from Colorado. And actually, and I can't remember, I know on that podcast, you predict you uh, you suggested they'd finish 11th. So you're, you're kind of right. And that might've been a, an agreement that we made before you went on that podcast, but kind of right in their same ballpark. But actually just right. listening to that ball, that podcast, it actually kind of, um, I, I feel a little bit more optimistic than I did, I think, when we all kind of agreed on that 10th, 11th uh, finish. And so I kind of feel... After listening and maybe just getting maybe knowing that we're just a week away from um the first game, I, I'm all of a sudden a little more optimistic. I'm gonna just I, I wish I could predict a range, but that's boring. So I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna predict eighth in the West. Mm-hmm. And here's here's how I look at that. Okay, first of all, I think this team can do better than it did last year with regards to wins. It won't take much more. I mean, last year the loons had 10 wins. You know, if they finished with Say I'm just, you know, look at last year's standing, which I am right now. You know, if they had 12 wins, you know, they'd be kind of where Kansas City was in eighth. Uh, Dallas actually had 11 wins, but more more draws. But um, so it won't take a huge amount of improvement to go from 11th where they were last year to eighth. And so I feel like with a healthy Robin Lude, you know assuming we're going to have Reynoso back, if not for the first game of the season, but the, at least the majority of the early part of the season, that those are kind of two pieces that we didn't see a lot of last year. And I think they can be make a big impact. And I guess I'm also counting on Pookie, you know, retaining the form that he had towards the end of last year. And I think if those players can be healthy and on the pitch and Pookie can continue to do what he did last year, I don't know. I, I, I think we can get more goals, not only more wins out of this team, but more goals. So I'm not going to go crazy and say fourth, but I do see this team with the talent that they have. They have a talented team. Um, I think they can get. I think they get in the playoffs. Maybe even make a threat. But again, it, it's not a quantum leap from 11th to eighth. But I, I think they can do it, and I, that's what I'm predicting.
1: Dave, uh, you're no more drinking for you. Um, <laughs> that's one. enough. It's enough. You only had the one, but that's enough. Um, i working on you. That's, that's fine. That's fine. So we got 8th, Connor said 10th, right, Connor? Yep. 10th and 8th. I'm going to split the difference here, guys. Uh, I'm going to say ninth because, frankly, I think the Loons will be fighting for a playoff spot up until the last month of the season. Um, They'll be fighting for that last, you know, uh, couple spots there. But I just, I think in all honesty, without a real head coach, not saying the guy we have right now isn't a real head coach, but he, he's interim head coach, and he's the second interim head coach we've had this off season. So there you go. Um, I just don't see how this team comes together to make the playoffs. I just I don't see it. And uh, maybe they'll surprise me. Maybe they'll hire a head coach in the first month who's fantastic and and gets them all on board. But I just I. Again, I'm I'm kind of down on this team. I, I you know, after last season's debacle, I'm just kinda you know, a Minnesota fan, man. I mean, Minnesota fans are always down on their teams. So ninth place looks good to me. Uh David, what are you thinking?
0: Um I wanted to be really, really pessimistic about this. Um but then I was like, yeah kind of boring being pessimistic. Um, so I'll be a little bit more optimistic and say, you know, I think we're going to be lucky if we get 10th. Um, I think what's going to happen is we're going to just shit the bed at the beginning of the season. And we're going to find a manager. They're going to try their best to bring in some reinforcements. Quality reinforcements that summer they're just not going to pan out because summer signings rarely do, um, and we're gonna we're gonna flounder and then we're gonna kind of pick it up a bit. And I think I think eleventh is a really good choice for them. I, I just don't, I don't think there is as much talent on this team as some people think there is. I think there's a lot of ceiling that no one's that they're never going to get to. I think there's a lot of plateaus that are now on the downside. I think, and I'm thinking Ludd, I think Ray's plateaued. I I just don't see him doing anything more than he has. Um, I I don't see Bongi hitting his ceiling. He just looked like he was going to last season, and then he faltered at the end of the season for the most part. I just don't see it. Um, I don't think it's a good idea to be Going into the season, depending on a senior citizen, score goals. Um, I don't think we have it. You know, our entire back line has been just basically backups at this point. Um, so I think the season is going to be really ugly. Um, and then we're going to get some things going in the middle, middle of the season. And it's just going to be too late. That's my opinion. So... Um, I wanted to say 13th, I think 11th, slight chance at 10th, but I'll, I'll stick with the 11th.
1: So we got nice range guys. We got eight, nine, 10, 11, which is uh it's great. Fantastic. I think this is about where we predicted them last year and guess what? They ended up pretty much Power in that spot repeat. last year. Yep.
3: Yep. I, I like, yeah, I like oh. how I'm the uh, most optimistic eight with eighth. Um, we'll see. I, I didn't even bring up the coaching situation and I probably should have, but I I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe this team will play a little looser. Um, You know, this pressing style that they've been trying at least in the preseason maybe, maybe that will result in some change. Now, unfortunately, like against um, Charlotte, they didn't score any goals and they haven't scored many goals the entire preseason. So that's a bit concerning, but of course, there's been some huge omissions from the, the starting 11. So
0: yeah I happens. think I think the danger with the pressing is we don't have anyone midfield and back that can really sustain a counter if we get ourselves caught up in it yeah and I think that's the problem I think we're gonna I think we're gonna see not as bad as the first couple seasons but I think we're going to see some a pretty bad goal difference. I think we're going to see a pretty bad goals against. Um, I I just, I don't know. I I think you're going to see these things where Ray's going to be trying to do too much. He's going to get frustrated. Franco's going to be trying to do too much. He's going to get frustrated. I I just, yeah, I'm trying not to be down on him, but I don't don't like how we're going through the season. That's especially that's considering,
2: but when you you think about how Cameron Knowles wants to wants to coach wants to strategize against his uh, opponents too, he wants to play very aggressively, and mm-hmm. for a team that hasn't has had a lot of trouble scoring over the last couple of years, that could end up being very problematic. Um, and uh, that will, as you say, David, that'll leave us open in the back uh, in, in the back line.
0: Yeah, but to be fair, also. I'll be play my own devil's advocate. I think for a team that has struggled with scoring goals, um, maybe being aggressive, maybe forcing them to be aggressive, may actually be a good thing. Could be. Um, you yeah. know, I don't. I don't think. I don't think anyone disagrees that Adrian yeah. Heath was not the greatest of offensive tacticians. So
2: three words. I think. The bus.
0: Yeah, I yeah. so I think there's that possibility yeah. that the aggressiveness could work, but again, what's protecting us from allowing that goal once we score a goal? I just and then, not a lot. That's another that's another thing that, that's happened, I
3: believe, since we last recorded. Um uh Stuart was a Stuart Kerr, goalkeeping coach for this club, former goalkeeping yeah. coach, mm-hmm. has left. That's right. And so man. You know, he was highly regarded, obviously, and, and has worked with a number of successful goalkeepers for this club. So, you know, that might end up being kind of a big loss. Now, fortunately, St. Clair has had the, you know, fortunately he's been able to work with him over the last couple couple years. So,
0: you know, it's not like that knowledge just goes away. But, you know, if you're talking but about the, counter- there could be there could be that dynamic with the new one coming in where they want to see St. Clair do something different. And that could be negative. Maybe, though, the person coming in will finally figure out how to fix St. Clair's problems. And it might put St. Clair up that next step. So, I don't know. And that's the problem with this, right? It's such an unknown this season. <laughs> I mean, this team's right. such a shit show. Really that is. You have absolutely no idea... <laughs> I mean, they could finish second for all we know. I mean, it's like you have no idea. You have nothing to base anything on.
2: Right. So that's
3: why that that range, you know, of all the – not necessarily MLS.com, but the range you guys were talking about of, you know, finishing between fourth and 14th is so funny because it's – nobody seems to agree because how can you, David? Yeah, you're yeah. right. It's a big – a lot of unknowns leading, you know, number one being the coaching staff. So,
0: sure.
3: yeah, and and some injuries and absences. So, yeah, it is a and big it,
0: unknown. Yeah.
3: Well, scary, but
0: and it makes it kind of intriguing. You know, you can be like for me, like I said, I'm kind of down on the team, but it's still there's still that level of intrigue that's going to keep me wanting to watch because you, I mean, you could be one of those like train wrecks, like you can't not look, but it could also it's also that level of, you know, you don't know. There's that huge unknown that you just want to watch because you're. Thinking maybe something could come out of it.
1: Yeah, hopefully that's hopefully that's some of the young players step up. You know, yeah, Kane Clark. I mean, you signed some younger players. Uh, We've drafted some younger players. Hopefully, those guys step up and they make it a good season. But
0: and and Bongi, right? If Mm. there's ever a moment he needs to step up, it's going to be the first month of the season. Oh, when, and day. I'll say the first month that he's here, because if he's not, you know, obviously it'd be still in South Africa. Um, but yeah, the first like five games of this season for him, if there's ever a moment that he needs to step up, it's it's then.
1: And then he got the same bin, too. I mean, the, the guy is yep. under that's an true. under twenty-two guy. I mean, he's he's talented, we know that. Yep. Um, can he step up and be good? I mean, obviously under Heath, he was not. Great. And we saw some, we saw his speed and we saw his abilities, but he couldn't do anything. Um, There's some young guys in this team that I think could step up. It's just, <laughs> are we going to get to a point in the season where the coach
0: says, fuck it and let's play the young guys? You know, I mean, we'll we get to that point. It's true. And, you know, I think I'd be willing to make a really bold prediction that the team could go whatever direction Vongi goes. Like, I, I think if he can take advantage early on and he steps up and he proves me wrong and he hits his ceiling or he gets takes another step up, I think he could really impact how this team plays overall and succeeds overall throughout the season. Because we just don't have that. We don't have that other piece in the attack, right? It's it's always been Ray. It's always been Ray. It's always been Ray. You know, lud has been there. But it's always been Ray. And Lud, you know, who knows what he's going to be like. Who knows how long he's going to be able to play. How many minutes he's going to be able to get. But Bongi is a lightning rod. I mean, he could, be, he could be one of the worst players on the pitch. And then sometimes he can be like the best player on the pitch. And so, and that's why I've been so down on him is because he's so inconsistent, but if he can step it, if he can take that step up that he has in his ceiling and he can do that, I think he could, he could create that new part element of the attack that helps this team actually succeed.
1: Let's talk a little bit before we get into some predictions for Austin. Let's just, I'm going to throw something out there, guys. Let's say we're going into the summer transfer window. We are terrible. We're like the bottom half, well, we're even like bottom fourth of the Western Conference. Is it unreasonable to say that the Loons uh, get rid of Ray, Lud? Uh, uh, those are the two big older names I can see getting rid of. They're not, Pookie's not going to have any, he's not going to go anywhere. Uh, Boxy's probably not going anywhere. But those, two, those two guys, the Luds, Ludd and Ray, could we see them get transferred out?
2: I think at so. The, at, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think so. It's, it's, it's definitely possible, especially for Robin Ludd. Um, if they, Robin Ludd is taking up a lot of salary cap right now. Um, so he, uh, he would be more of a choice to get rid of and free up a little bit of uh, if we, salary room if we, to sign. If we can. If we can, right. Yeah. um And if we could, uh, you know, sell him for a little bit of money and then sign, make a splash at that MTDP spot, it could definitely uh, improve the of chances, of course, depending on who it is. Ray, I think it's less likely that we get rid of him. Um, I think it's possible I mean it's definitely possible it's it's hard to say at this point, but it it's definitely possible that we could sell Ray to to <clears throat> Argentina or to a european uh European uh club it, Yeah, I, it depends
3: yeah i i mean i I certainly hope we're not talking about the scenario I mean could they be yes I, and Tony would be in the scenario you laid out if they're in the bottom. I don't know. I mean, granted with nine teams make the playoffs in the West, you're never maybe out of it unless things go horribly wrong. So, I mean, I hope they're not in this situation. I think, I don't know. Having Robin Lude back healthy is big, especially, you know, with Pookie coming into his year two of his two-year contract. I believe it's a two-year contract. So now you have this year with Pookie and Lude together. We'll see how they do. Um, I think, have that connection. That's what they, they, they kind of both want it. So I mean, it might be kind of sad to see would go just because of that. And then Rayno, so he here's the problem. I think he would have to be having a really good year on a really bad team to say go to Europe. Which and could which could be. happen. But and then likewise, you know, the other you know going back to Argentina, his price tag might just be too high for that to happen realistically. So I, I don't. Well, okay. I see it very unlikely, but possible. Yeah,
0: I think. I could see uh, Lud being a green card holder, right? Yeah. Um, he could. I could see him be traded in MLS for some, you know, Garber bucks. Um, I could see that happening because even if he's having a eh, season, somebody in MLS is going to be interested. You know, um, Ray. I think I'm on that same same line with everybody else. I think that's, that's a big move to get rid of him. I, I agree with Dave. I think he would have to be having a really good, like a smash-up, bang-up, fantastic season. And Minnesota would have to be bottom. And Are bottom, we- or like you know, 10 points out of out of a playoff spot. Like, it, they'd we, have to be really bad.
1: Are we past the point of Ray having any value in Europe? Are we past that point?
0: I think so, yeah. I think we it'll, are. It'll be back to South America. Yeah. I I don't know that he ever had value in Europe, honestly. I, think, I, I just don't I, know he
2: did. I think there were I a couple he, speculative... Yeah. yeah, there was bit.
3: reports over the off season. Now these were all these rumors. Like wasn't it like Roma in in Italy? Wasn't that one? Yeah, I think
2: Roma was one of them. Yeah, but the they most just
3: big. there were kind of rumors. It's hard. Yeah, the to most
0: solid them. one that I saw was it was Brazil, wasn't it, or was it Argentina? I can't remember. Now. It was Argentina had um, one. Yeah, so I, I think so. I, however, as Dave said. More than likely, the price tag that Minnesota would want is not going to send him back to South America. I just don't see it because he's they're going to over they're going to inflate his value because of what we paid for him. They want to be able to say they get an ROI of some kind, right? Um, I mean, at this point, he's been with the team what four and a half seasons now. Um, uh
2: we might twenty twenty, right? It's halfway through twenty twenty, so three Three seasons, yeah. yeah.
0: Trino. And we might, so, no,
2: he's we probably might
0: technically recoup that value, yeah.
1: And we might be past the point of return on uh ROI. I mean, that's that's just right. the deal, yeah. Right? right. We got according to... what we could have probably sell, sell, sold him, you know, a year or two into his deal with us for a couple million dollars more,
2: right? But oh, now yeah. we're
1: past that point. He is, holds yeah. you know, He's like, is like 20?
2: Uh, 20 28, I think, is no. how old he is. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so we're past. And, I think we're past the
2: point. you know. We, we bought him for 5.5 million. Um, according to transfer market, right now he's valued at 6.5 million, mm-hmm. so not much no. of an ROI on that, no, but no. but
0: yeah, like, like we said, though, we've had him for three years, he got us to the playoffs, mm-hmm. he got us too far into the playoffs um the number of jerseys that they've sold of his like they've probably made that million between the five and a half and six and a half i mean they've probably recouped enough to say if they sold him at five and a half they made money you know okay
1: they'd be okay with that Yeah. yeah but yeah um it'll be interesting to see what happens uh, yeah. At the, you know, uh, the transfer window guys, not saying that it will, but interesting to see. Um, let's move on to another prediction. Uh, of course, opening day for us is next weekend in Austin. Our home opener is in two weekends. Uh, and that will be, who is it here? Is it Columbus is here?
2: Yes, that's right. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Columbus, which I, which I forgot to mention, has one of the worst jerseys. uh this year <laughs> the Charlie, is Char- the yeah. charlie the Char- Brown the, charlie, the brown
2: charlie
1: Brown jersey holy shit who the fuck came up with that stuff honestly
2: how did the- nobody think of it think of it that you know yeah. like i
1: don't understand if, i
2: can understand if you maybe you haven't seen the peanuts but out of everybody you know
1: yeah. the yeah, charlie brown jersey like Fuck. Yeah. Like you don't think that people are gonna have signs up at the freaking stadium whenever they play, like with Charlie Brown on it, kicking the football and not kicking the football <laughs> and shit like that. It's like, the hell,
3: I, man. That that I'd say this about the, the 2024 MLS jerseys as a whole. I think they're fan. They're, I think they're all. I, I, as a whole, I think it's a really good uh, kit release for 2024. But sure. there are a couple ones that just stand out, and that is certainly right. one of them. Of, of like, oh my gosh.
1: Well, they're tra- they're trying to make it like there's a champion's like a crown. There it doesn't look like mm-hmm. a crown to me. It's like squiggly black lines. That's what yeah. it is. You know. Yeah. But anyways, I digress. We have Austin coming up, guys. Opener, big one. Uh, down in Austin, seven thirty next Saturday night. Um, I'll go first. I think this is gonna be a loss. And I think we're gonna lose uh 3-0 guys. Because I just don't think that I, I don't think Ray is gonna be back. Uh who knows if Bonnie's gonna be back? Um it's probably not. So where's the offense come from? Pookie, uh senior citizen as Dave calls him, uh is not going to be able to do anything without somebody giving the ball. Um and Robin Lewis coming back from injury. Uh it's gonna be a shit show. Um I'm going three nil loss on that one. Uh David, how about you? Um one one one
0: three one three. One three. We, okay. we lose um we lose yeah yeah I I am with you. I think we'll actually maybe score a goal. But um it's gonna be an own goal, right? right <laughs> yeah I don't, I, I don't know i just i i think i'm with you you know no idea about ray even if bongi's back he's not gonna be fit um hell even if ray's back he's not gonna be fit so yeah. i yeah i think one three is a good good bet All Right,
3: dave how about you um
0: yeah
3: i I listen, I want to be optimistic. I mean, they've got to get to that eighth position to finish the season somehow. Right. They've got to, you know, maybe they've got to, they've got to get, they've got to notch some wins and, you know, as it, as it stands, you know, Austin, you know, at least on MLS.com, Austin is predicted to finish dead last in 14th Mm -hmm. spot. Minnesota has had success against Austin limited. I mean, they've lost four as well. They've won three, lost four. Um, But to me, this game screams a nil-nil draw. To me, I I want to go with a one-nil Minnesota win. Remember, Minnesota had more wins on the road last year than they did at home, so it it wouldn't be a stretch. Especially this was, you know, early last season. I'm sure you guys remember that these were the kind of games they would win one to nil on the road. Mm -hmm. You know, not really play that well, but somehow managed to get that one goal. But you know, I can't do it because, like, okay, maybe we've seen some positive. Seemingly positive news about Reynoso, So, just the fact that he's training uh, on, on the pitch, that's a good sign, whether even if it's not with the squad. But yeah, David, you're right. Even if he's available, he won't be nearly match fit, hasn't played at all in the preseason. So, that's a negative. A long way you can't imagine, even if he comes back this week, he certainly can't be anywhere near match fit. So, it's going to be a lineup. I, that's why I said I wouldn't be surprised if it is that 4 3 3 that we saw against Charlotte yesterday, you know, with Ben uh Pookie um up top in that 4-3-3 three, three. but yeah so early season a team struggling to score goals in the preseason yeah nil nil draw boring but <laughs> seems realistic to me
2: All
3: right yeah Tyler how about you
2: I'm in the same boat as you Tony I'm I'm predicting a 3-0 loss I sure. think that there's just going to be too much confusion uh on the pitch because we're getting used to not just a new coaching strategy, but a coaching strategy that we didn't think we'd have to get used to. And with the, it's just, there's going to be two, I mean, think about it. When we were, even when we were coached under Adrian Heath, when he had put forth a strategy for years, we still had tons of confusion on the field. This is a new coach and a new coach that isn't really even our new coach. I think uh, so, it's. I think there's going to be too much confusion on the field, and it's going to bite us. It's going to come back and bite us.
1: Yeah. Well, we're all pessimistic about the opener, so there you go. Uh, hopefully, the home opener will be better, although I highly doubt it. <laughs> uh, but
2: there. On one hand, gonna see Christian Ramirez back in Minnesota.
1: It's True. Do, yeah, yeah. We'll get and the weather should be uh, decent. I hope you know. I mean, that's that. Um. Dave and I will be at the home opener uh, with our friend Nels. Uh, Johnny will not be there. I already asked him to go. Connor, you won't be there, um, which is sad because you know usually we like to see you and yeah. you know and yeah, be with uh, you. And, uh, you know,
2: I'm sure I'll make it to a few games this year, but uh, I had to I had to take a break from the season tickets this year with the new baby coming and everything. So sure,
3: yeah, are I'll you are a-
1: are you oh, gonna to buy say, your well, kid?
2: This... Go ahead, Tony. Sorry.
1: But, Connor, are you gonna buy your kid the new uh PK
3: look the doll thing? Oh, Have, you uh, Have you seen no. that? Have you seen that? I no, I, I want oh, I want one. It's a big it's like plush a, doll. I've seen it on it's Twitter. It's like a yeah. big
1: plush doll. And it's like awesome. I want this fucking thing. He'd probably like it. All right. It. I want
2: I want to look it up now. Let's take a look.
1: Yeah, you can only buy it at the uh, at the store there. Uh I know oh, uh, really? uh, uh, uh Pennsylvania, was it PA Loon? He asked how to get it shipped to uh, Pennsylvania, and everybody's like, "No, you can only buy it in the store. Can't buy it. Can't buy it online or online have it shipped to you." So, yeah, it's a uh, it's a big plush like thing. Yeah, nice. I want it. Okay. I want it so bad. Um. So yeah, this we beat the home opener. Uh, David will not be the home opener. Um, he'll be in Florida, um, which is fine. Um, hopefully it doesn't snow. Uh or a thunderstorm, hopefully. thunderstorm <laughs> and then snow, thunderstorm and then snow, which we had the yeah. one was it two years last ago. Year. We went. Wasn't it last year it last... against uh Nashville?
3: Man, I was might have been last year against Nashville. I don't remember.
1: Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, it, yeah. It, Man, it was it last it,
3: yeah. year. It was open the home opener last year against National, I believe, unless I'm crazy. Yeah. And it was yeah. then two years ago. You're right, but I think it was yeah. the past year, yeah.
1: So we'll see what happens. Um, so moving on, uh, Connor, we don't have any soccer history, but we have a little. You're doing a little quiz. I do, yeah. What? I have, uh, I have a little
2: game show in honor of ours two hundredth episode today. Um, Fantastic. I thought this might be a little bit of a little bit of fun. So yeah. I, if you guys have ever watched the the Champions League, um wrap-up show on cbs sports collazo uh they from time to time play a game called my name is or hi my name oh. is and okay. uh so basically we give uh, what, what we're doing is i have uh, t- 10 names of current or former minnesota united players uh, i'm going to give four clues for each name but i'm going to give one clue at a time if you guess the name correctly on the first clue you get four points and for every mm-hmm. additional clue given, your your point total will go down by one. Mm-hmm. And if you and if and if you guess incorrectly, you'll lose that number of points that you guessed for. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you will not be able to guess again until the next name.
1: Well so, down is it down is negative
3: negative
2: forty. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so give me just a moment, guys. I think I'm gonna I think I can share the clues right here. Um yeah. Just a moment. Can I, sh- can I share my screen? I
3: think you kidding. should be able to, unless Tony has to give you permission or something. But... I
2: oh, then I, no, I can't. It looks like Tony. Yeah, uh, you would have to give permission. How do I do that? I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Well, no worries. Let's let's we can just move on. Oh, uh, all ahead. right, you guys ready?
1: Sure. go for it. Yeah.
2: All right, name number one. First clue: I was born April seventeenth, nineteen ninety three. Mm. No guesses?
3: No. no I don't no, want no. to get four points wrong. <laughs> nah. All right.
2: Alright, uh, second clue. I have played in the Greek Super League and the Spanish Segunda División. Mm. 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 Alright. I have scored the second most goals for Minnesota United in all competitions in the MLS era.
3: What? what? Well, I think I was a down. Um, uh, 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 oh. Um, so, my. No,
1: no, well. No.
2: Do we have a guess? No,
1: no, no. All
2: right. Uh, I, I ha- know nothing about our players, just so you know. Oh. <laughs> I have scored six international goals for Finland. Robin Hood. That's correct you got yourself. All right. Yep. All right. Name number two. Good job. I was born I October sixteenth, nineteen ninety-eight, in South Orange, New Jersey. Hmm. I played my college soccer at Indiana.
1: Oh uh it's not, oh, I can't think of his name.
3: <sighs> you said current or former, right?
2: Current players. or former, yes.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Next one. Yep.
2: I made my debut for Minnesota United at Orlando City on March 10th, 2018.
3: Mason Toy, my name is Mason.
2: That's Toy. the one. Yep, you got it. Oh,
3: Mason Toy. Jeez. I
2: thought it was after the second clue, but yes. All sure. right. Third clue. I think you guys are going to like this one. According to my Wikipedia profile, my main position is left back, but I can also play offensive left winger, defensive and offensive center mid, right winger and striker. Bonnie Dawson. Nope, that is incorrect.
0: Rosales.
2: That's that is incorrect.
0: Oof, night of four. Chase Gasper.
2: That is incorrect, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, we're all done. We're all I you guys native. since you
3: since you guys got it wrong, I was just gonna go with the left back. so.
2: All right, well, oh. we'll keep we'll keep going with the clues. I once scored a PK in the Copa Libertadores.
3: would <laughs> <laughs> of have guessed Chase Gasper after that. <laughs> is
1: it Tapias?
2: It is not Tapias. So oh. I am one of the few players to play on loan with Minnesota United.
1: Ooh, on loan. Ooh.
2: All right, last clue. I am honored by name with Lunacy Podcast's least valuable player award.
1: Alex oh, Gomez. Oh, yeah, Gomez. Gomez. Uh, right. uh, <laughs> should have waited for that one.
2: All right. Number five or number four, excuse me. Uh I was I have played club soccer in France and Belgium. I was part of the Minnesota United team that were US Open Cup runners up.
3: Ooh. I can't think of his name now. Um oh yeah, it,
1: uh, I know who it is. I we talked to Metonier, this guy. Romain Metineer.
2: It is Romain Metineer. Yep, that's right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, hey, and uh, fun fact about that one, he also has a knighthood in the National Order of Madagascar. He's a knight? Wow. Apparently he's a knight. Yeah. yeah. And then you when, he, he a, when he become a when you become a knight, do you get a sword? I wish. Mm. You, you should be able to bring it on the field with you.
1: You should be able to.
2: Excuse me. All right, next. I was born on November 16th, 1995. I have made it to the semifinals of the Copa Libertadores. I have never played for my national team. I hold the single season record for most assists in the MLS playoffs.
3: Oh, Reynoso. That's Ray, right. Yeah, just gonna say that. Ray, yeah.
2: Uh, I was born April 4th, 1991, in Santa Ana, California. My first professional appearance was for the Orange County Blue Star. I was part of the Minnesota United squad in both the NASL and the MLS. Ramirez. It is Ramirez. That's correct. Mm. All right. Yeah, there
3: was only a few there. A few choices.
2: I am 40 years old and still playing professionally. Pookie. No, it's incorrect. Um. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, to, in, 2011, yep, in 2011, I played on the same squad as Neymar. Ibsen? It is Ibsen, yes. Ah. Oh, Ibsen. Right. Yeah, um,
1: mm. Bring him back.
2: Yep. I was born January 25th, 1996, in Alexandria, Virginia. In 2018, I won a national championship with the University of Maryland.
3: Well, that'd be uh, Dane St. Clair.
2: That's incorrect, I'm afraid. Damn
3: it. Then how about Chase Gasper?
2: That is correct. Yep. <clears throat> and then the next clue Gasper. was at the University of Maryland, I played with Dane St. Clair. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um. All right. I think we only have two left. Yeah, only two left. I was born October 10th, 1986.
3: I memorized all the players' birthdays before this game. (laughs) I don't know any of their birthdays. In the
2: 2011 to 2012 La Liga season, I played on the same squad as Carlos Vela and Antoine Griezmann. La Liga. Mm -hmm. I am the only Norwegian to ever have ever played in the MLS for Minnesota United.
1: Oh, what's that fucker's name?
2: Nope, that's incorrect. He was Swedish. Yes, that's right.
1: Uh, Norwegian. Hmm. Uh.
2: This next one will give it away. I was the first player to be named captain of Minnesota United.
1: Oh,
0: What's
1: what's his nuts? I can't think of his name. <laughs> Jesus, no, I can't. No. No, I can't think of it. I can't think of it. I
2: know I mean, what it is. It is, I can't it. Mm-hmm. It is Vadim Demidov. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Demidov. Yeah, okay. Demidov. You I probably guy. should
3: have known that one, but I, the name was escaping me. Terrible.
2: And last one. I was born February twenty first, nineteen eighty nine, in Durham, North Carolina. Despite my distinguished career in the MLS, I have only made one appearance for the U.S. men's national team. Oh. I have played club soccer with Chris Wondolowski, Graham Zussi, and Benny Failhaber. And I have been named both ACC Defensive Player of the Year and MLS Defender of the Year twice. Oh, wow. Oh,
1: what is the I know that it's uh what's his name? Uh Ichopar.
2: Yeah. that is yep. right. Damn it.
3: I, I could it's, I'm so bad mm-hmm. with names. Again I could see him. I knew he, uh,
2: And that so concludes our game show for the day guys.
0: Please. We well, got, can we, we got we can we cut that whole segment out now. <laughs> no, we can't cut that. Remember, can't cut that uh, out. No.
3: Remember when we were on the uh the um the, the game show uh I'm sorry. The, the trivia was pot on you loons. The yeah. trivia yeah. version of, of that. Yeah. yeah. We're we're not the best trivia people. That's for sure. I mean, Tony maybe yeah. you are, but uh yeah, well, I we're not.
1: Not, I'm not not soccer trivia, like everything else. Like I could do everything See, else.
0: The thing with me is I don't and this sounds bad, but I don't really care about that kind of stuff when it comes to players. Like I just don't. I don't I don't pay I'm, attention to personal information or
2: right yeah yeah i had to look for some pretty hard clues so that's why i'm kind of of those on there
3: yeah i'm kind of bad with with, like i said obviously several times names and then old stats Mm -hmm. and old years i kind of all the years kind of blend into to one and i kind of seem to have a short memory (laughs) when it comes to past seasons Mm -hmm. very difficult but that was fun
0: yeah yeah i'm glad
3: we survived it (laughs) so who,
0: who, who quote unquote won
2: uh, you know what? I, I lost count. I, you all, you're all winners in my book. You know We're all winners. We're winners.
3: <laughs> I'm glad you didn't tally the score for worse. better or worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you don't need to know.
1: The Connor, when we when Dave and I finally come to see you do trivia one of these nights,
2: yeah,
1: you'll find out that I I'm fairly good at trivia. I am good at trivia.
2: You, you came to I see played... me that one day at uh, in Monticello. Oh so, yeah, ah, you're
1: yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Right? Yeah, I play Jeopardy like every night over at Jan's house. I mean, come on. There you go.
2: Oh,
3: yeah.
1: but it's 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 stupid stuff like I, I memorize like stupid things it's like why is it in my head i don't understand it you know but this type of stuff like i just can't like uh there was a jeopardy there was a soccer uh soccer uh category in jeopardy the other day right and so jan and all the jan and jamie and Kelly were like well you'll know all this i'm like well you hold on it's soccer like worldwide like i don't know everything about worldwide soccer and of right. course it was who's the this guy is the fastest or striker whatever it is he plays for uh trying to think it was it's a – what's his name Hall Holla? yeah, Holland Erling Holland. They showed a short picture I'm like I know who that is, I just don't know his his name yeah. escapes me. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
1: you know it's like son of a beast. Thing. So well, great times. Good good uh good little quiz there, Connor. Fantastic. Uh before we get out of here, guys. Uh there's one funny story I want to talk about. Not from Florida. Uh, this is actually from Seattle, Washington. Um uh contractor recently came across a historic discovery as he was renovating a client's bathroom in Seattle, Washington. Uh Vadim Kirkave, who works I with polar bear. Say Const- there. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> maybe he, maybe he works there yeah, I was working with Polar Bear Construction. I was ripping out a bathtub when he saw a grenade between the stubs. Ooh. Uh, studs, as I say. My first thought was to get out of there, he said. Uh, I rushed out of there, took a breath, actually went back in and recorded the situation. I zoomed in on my phone and took a closer peek. I'm like, that's an actual freaking grenade. Uh, he said he's been working on construction for 10 years. He'll find some things in walls, under floors, such as dated magazines and newspapers. And when he realized this was an explosive, he got he got serious. So he got a little frightened, put the tub back, tub down, ran out of the room and just gave it about five minutes just in case. I didn't know if I could set it off. Uh Seattle Police and the Bomb Squad recalls the scene and it was determined the device was not a live grenade. The grenade was hidden in a wall through a compartment that a person could access underneath the bathtub and through a closet. Which is on the opposite side of the bathroom wall. Uh, even if you open the compartment, you would still not know it's there. Uh, so somebody had to put it in there at some point. Um, but the hidden grenade was from World War II. Uh, wow. He said that investigators would say, police told him that World War II veterans brought weapons with them as they returned home from combat, and someone may have stored it there and possibly forgot about it. Uh, the Seattle Police and Bombs were unable to, unavailable to offer comment. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it was a World War II grenade in a bathroom wall. Guys, some guy hit it there back when he came back from uh, World War II and uh, forgot about
2: it. Yeah, I mean, That's what you, you call a true mm-hmm. survivalist?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, huh. you know, I I could see maybe how I, it's odd that it was hidden in that fashion. Especially, I'm assuming it was always. You know, not a live grenade when he brought it home, assuming he brought it home mm-hmm. from overseas. But mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. Worth I I would hate to be uh hate to be there when he found it though. I could understand why that'd be scary, but
1: well, yeah. Like do we really need to hide grenades mm-hmm. in our walls?
3: I don't I suppose that's I that's part of the problem that was hidden, you know. Like I my grandpa had a couple, you know, not live ones, but just you know, that he could yeah. display. But sure, yeah. sure, display it, yeah. But uh, yeah, I man, that's just that's crazy
1: shit, man. I I think I would shit my pants if I ran into that as as a contractor and saw live. I'd be like, what the? Fuck? I'd fucking run out of there. I mean, holy shit, yeah. good god. But and we think about we think about like live ammunition uh, in war torn countries in Europe sometimes where they're like, hey, don't go over here because there's a lot of shit that's. Probably still live. But you don't think about it yep. in Seattle, Washington in a bathroom wall. No. You know? Yeah. Shit. God. So. so next time you're uh, doing some uh, renovations in your house, everybody, look out for live grenades. Next yeah, time, in Seattle,
2: Washington. Washington.
1: Seattle, Washington. Yeah. Um, before we get out of here, I just want to give uh, a thank you to Grand Holler, uh, the guys who do our intro music, I don't think they have anything coming up right now, but uh, we haven't been on for a month, so I just want to say thank you to them. Um, it's been, this is episode number 200, everybody's still listening. Um, this is fucking nuts. Um, I can't believe we've been doing this, we've done this 200 times now. Um, it's just exactly. amazing to me that that's something that doesn't make any money, granted. Um I think that when I started talking about a podcast to begin with, I looked up what podcasts people like do it, and I've seen articles about it, and people think they're going to make money off it. Well, if you come in with that mindset of making money off a podcast, you will fail 10 times out of 10. Because a podcast, I mean, unless you're like super person, whoever, um, you're not going to make any money off it. and You're just doing it for fun, and you're doing it because – you like it, and you like talking to the people on your podcast. You know your friends, and having a good time. Um, and that's how we've lasted two hundred episodes because we all enjoy doing this. I think. I mean, am I correct, yeah. guys? We still enjoy doing this. Yeah. You know.
2: Yeah. One hundred percent. like.
1: like. I yeah. I guess. Well, we uh, we we've, <laughs>
3: you know we've you know two hundred episodes. It's it's a huge number. It's crazy to think about. But yeah, I mean, we've this podcast has kind of evolved. Over over those six years, you know, oh, I yeah, think for sure. maybe I don't know when when maybe we, we probably thought of it, this podcast in different ways over the years. I'm sure we have. I have at least. But for me, it's I every week I look forward to this because it's it's fun, you know, and I think, you know, maybe at times there was times I can speak for myself. There was times when I would be more concerned uh, with taking notes during a, a match than I was actually watching and enjoying that match. And that's kind of changed for me over the years. Like, I don't, I don't think we take ourselves as seriously anymore. We're, we're just here to have fun. I mean, most of our listeners probably know that we're probably not the most technical podcast in the world. We don't have all the information, but you know, we try to have fun doing it. And that's what, for me, I want, as long as that, as long as it's fun to do, I, I love doing it. So I'm just amazing that we made it to 200. It's great.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's been, you know, it's
1: been a fun, been a fun time. Um, I mean, I go back and say, did I think that we'd make some money on this? or I think that we'd blow up? Well, yeah, I had a thought, but, uh, yeah. no, no, it's not about that.
3: You know, well, I remember a few years ago when we were making big, big time money. I mean, yeah,
1: sure, was, sure. Sure. I will, I will, uh, I'd like to say that, uh, my father-in-law, Tom, uh, said it best when he listened to this podcast. I mean, he wasn't a soccer fan. He didn't like soccer, to tell you the truth. But the reason he listened to this podcast was he said because there was uh, four guys, three or four guys, talking about life and soccer and whatever. It was just fun to listen to you guys chat about shit. That's all the only reason you listen, right? Uh, I yep. mean, yep. that's it didn't care about soccer, didn't care if the Loons won or lost. He just enjoyed having us talking about it for an hour, an hour and a half every week. So that's how I look at it. Um, so uh, I, before we get out here too, I just want to say uh, thanks to listener Grant, uh, who has been, uh, who's helped us out with some stats and shit uh, in the last couple of years and some beers, of course. Um, Blake, and, you uh, mean? Blake,
2: Blake, Blake. Yeah. Sorry, not sorry, Lister. correct.
1: Grant, 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 Grant. <laughs> in my head. Listener, Blake, Listener, Blake. Sorry, my bad. Um, Listener, Blake. Sorry, Blake. Um, has helped us with stats and other things uh, on this podcast and some good beers. Um, that's about it. Anything else you guys want to say before we got here? Uh,
2: big thank you to all the guests that have appeared on the podcast as well, like yep. uh, members of the of uh, the supporters groups we've had. Um, Chris Lidholm Jerome Tisson, yeah. um, Case Godwin, Sean Bigness, um, and uh, I'm sure I'm forgetting a few people. Um, big thanks to those guys for coming on.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, big thanks to all the uh, breweries who've let us come to their establishments and do uh, podcasts there. And, uh, and, of course, to all the local beers for keeping us lubed up. During these, uh, during these podcasts. Couldn't have done it without you. Um, yeah. That's for myself, Tony, or Dave, David, and Connor. I'll talk to you guys next week.
2: Well done. moon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.